Are you ready to get your life back? Then get ready for Burn Bright today with Jennifer Marcinelli on Transformation Talk Radio now. Follow along the show as Jennifer explores a variety of topics and issues, including the energetic causes of burnout, all with a mission of empowering listeners to be true to themselves. As an energy medicine practitioner, speaker, author, and board-certified holistic nurse, Jennifer has discovered new and exciting healing tools and resources and can't wait to share them. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Get ready for your monthly dose of inspiration and illumination on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli, now. Wow. Hey, everybody. I'm Dr. Pat. I get to do this fabulous segment with Jennifer. Uh, And let me just say a little bit before we kind of get rolling here. One of the things that I want you to know is, you know, for many of us, we have experienced in the world, believe it or not, horrific situations, status of complete burnout. And what I mean by that is, you know, for many of us, we have tried, and I find this especially true of women, you know, we go, 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 trying to please the unpleasable. And then what happens with that is we cannot do it anymore. And how does it show up? You know, that's what Jennifer Marcinelli is going to talk about today. But the question is, why is she, why has she dedicated her life as a passionate business owner, nurse, speaker, author, you name it? Uh, She is out there now in the world, but more importantly, she has a solution. So when we think about what she does and how she does it and look at her certified gemstone and diamond therapy, the work she does with that, what have we discovered today? We're taking on a topic that many of us know is an issue in our healthcare today, and very few people are talking about. Nursing, world's most honorable profession or greatest karmic trap. Why is that? Jennifer, big topic, but we are touching upon something in a body of of career people that dedicate their lives, that are working so hard, right? But in the world they live in, this is not all roses, is it? No, it is not. It is, it, it is something that we go into full of love and to come into service. And what we thought were going to be an incredible profession of roses has just been laced with thorns. And not a happy place to be for very long. So let's talk about nurse burnout, fact or crap, so to speak. Um, Burnout is something I've studied, you studied it, you write about it, Uh, but let's talk about what it is uh, when we're thinking about nurses and burnout. Let's talk about that, but from your perspective, is it real? It absolutely is real. I think uh, the main distinction is it's not what people think it is right? There's an an illusion, a popular school of thought that is completely inaccurate, that burnout is where people just want to walk away, or you become disillusioned with your career and you just can't take it anymore. That is one aspect of burnout, but that is not what burnout actually is. That's just one ending symptom of when you can't take it anymore. And you know, th- and it's very, very different for nurses and healthcare providers. Burnout is an entirely different 
it, it presents itself entirely differently. It is much deeper, it is much more painful, and it's much more all-encompassing for healthcare providers, especially for nurses. Wow. You know, so let's take a look at this. The realization, though, is that we're talking about something that some people think about, some people think is happening, other people don't know enough about it. And so today what you're doing is you're taking us down the road to understand what actually this is. So what is burnout and how does it affect this particular group of career practitioners, people that are dedicated to the health and wellness of us, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, first of all, I would like to dispel a myth. And healthcare, anybody out there who's listening that's in healthcare is going to know what I'm talking about. And then I'll explain it. But um, the first thing that is crap about burnout is that the ICD-10 diagnosis code of Z73 for burnout is a fallacy. <laughs> the, the American Medical Association created this diagnosis so they could charge for it and have a maze to means to, to charge for treating it, right? I don't, I don't take issue with the fact that there is an ICD-10 code Z73 for burnout. What I'm taking issue is, is that's not what burnout is. <laughs> it is so much more than long hours and back-breaking work. And it is actually deadly. It is a complex set of symptoms that we get from years and years of things that are wrong in the way that nurses are asked to practice every day. And years and years of the way that nurses are, are being pulled from by not only patients, but administration, and by family and friends, and people who just keep pulling and keep pulling and keep pulling. And what nursing, what burnout really is, is like a slow IV drip of back-to-back -back negative experiences that poison us, like a slow poison that you don't know that you have until you're nearly completely gone. It's, it's like the most insidious, the most insidious thing you can ever imagine, that slow IV drip of back-to-back -back experiences. It's very, it's very different. And by the time you realize that you have burnout, you're pretty much poisoned. <laughs> and, wow. and you find yourself with your back against the wall. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, this is really part of a conversation that has to do with the, the, the whole embitterment of all of us. Because anybody that knows anything about what's going on in our healthcare systems knows how much we rely on nurses yes. for any range of things. You know, so much so that what we discovered in a recent um, hospital visit uh, with, with a family member is we were talking to somebody that was in charge of an entire IC, you know, a critical care ward. And none of us realized that he was a doctor. Uh, he was a nurse. He wasn't a doctor. And, you know, it's interesting about that. We see more and more and more and more responsibility being put on, but where is the relief valve? That, that's exactly right. So to your point, nurses are taking on increasing levels of responsibility every day. And there's an imbalance of how much responsibility they're being asked to take and the balance, the life balance, the, the pay, everything that goes along with that. That entire aspect of that, that weighted system is off. It's just wrong. And the next thing about what we're talking about is 
the rate of burnout is absolutely astronomical in this point. And I'm just going to give a little bit of facts, facts to, to just drive this point home just a little bit here, okay? There are about 440,000 nurses in the state of Texas, registered nurses in the state of Texas. And there are 4.3 million registered nurses in the United States. And there are studies that show that up to 66% of those nurses report burnout. So this is very, very serious. And these are just who are studying and these are just who responded. This isn't even talking, going out and talking to the individual nurses and really getting a feel for what burnout actually is, who is experiencing and what level of burnout that is. So it is coming up in, in conversations today and healthcare is aware of it and they are trying to make changes. But the, the big difference is they're trying to make systems changes, which are really important. They are crucial. But systems changes don't get to the root cause of burnout for nurses. It's not the root cause. It's not the actual issue. And it does nothing to heal the nurses who are already experiencing burnout. You know, so one of the things I wanted to ask you about is the myth about this too. People think, oh, I think I'm just going to be a nurse. Let me just go and be a nurse. Um, if you sign up for nursing, as I have several friends that have, the deal with that is this is like a way of life for them. Yes. This is like not about I'm going to my job. This is more about something the soul calls forward for them to do. You're exactly right. Nursing is a vocation and it is a calling. No doubt about it. And, and any nurse who's listening will go back to nursing theory, whether it's Florence Nightingale or all of them. Nursing is a calling. It is a, there's a very, very spiritual component to what nurses do. And we are hardwired in our DNA to go and help people and to make a difference. So it is not a J-O-B, it is not a job. It is an absolute calling. And this leads into one of the major causes of burnout and why this is so damaging to the very, very core and to the energetic anatomy of who we are as nurses, of how we are actually designed and wired, is that one of the greatest gifts that any nurse has is our intuition. This is something that is born into our DNA. It, it really can't even be taught or trained but we instinctively work so closely with patients or clients that we're actually connected with their energy fields. Whether you're doing energy medicine or not, we are, okay? We're connected so deeply with our patients and our clients that we rely on our intuition to tell us what's really going on and what that patient actually needs to support them. And the problem, one of the problems with the way that our Western medicine model is designed and the way that we are currently practicing nurses, practicing the nursing profession, is that the ability for a nurse to use her intuition and act on her intuition of what really needs to be done in the moment is being completely choked off. They're being forced to follow protocols and standards and procedures, which are good, but they should be guidelines. But when you're a nurse and it's a calling and you are born and bred, and this is hardwired into your DNA of how you take care of people, and you are not allowed to act and trust on your intuition, it tears you down brick by brick, atom by atom, until you have true energetic 
anatomy, your anatomy has actually been damaged to the point where you are physiologically experiencing burnout. You physically have been injured. Your energy field has been injured. And if it goes on long enough, it can actually be deadly, which is what experience, which is my experience that I have. Well, you know, here's the deal. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to pick this up and we're going to give you lots of information on Jennifer and on what you could do. Because one of the most important things to please keep in mind is that this is not like you see in Hollywood. This is not like turning on a Hollywood medical show and seeing all the wide range and seeing the nurses come to the rescue. That's Hollywood. This is real life. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Jennifer about, wait a minute, wait a minute, where does this come from? And really pick up on the fact that what happens when you, as a human being, you know that there is something, you just know it in your core that should be done and you feel like you cannot do it to save a life. There's nothing more devastating than that. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Are you done being afraid to jump into the life that's waiting for you? Are you ready for a real shift? I invite you to tune in every Tuesday with me, Tracy L, on the Tracy L. Clark Show, where we will teach you how to live your extraordinary life. At 8 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio, where I will provide the tools and the steps needed to help you transcend perceived limitations and move forward with an extraordinary life. For more information, visit me at TracyLClark.com. The knowledge book currently studied in 39 countries and 15 languages around the world accelerates our evolution, takes us out of depression, offers universal truths, protects us, and makes us stronger, both spiritually and physically. So if you are interested in the knowledge book, 
visit usa.theknowledgebook.net and tune in to The Knowledge Book Radio with Marge Potasik on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. Guess what? This is the Burn Bright Today Show, Jennifer Marcinelli and me, Dr. Pat, we get to do this. Uh, but before we really take this on and dig deeper into the cause of nurse burnout, and this is something everybody should know. This is whether you're a nurse or you're a practitioner or maybe you're a bit of patient. This is, this is a show that you really need to be aware of. Before we do that, though, Jennifer, could you can we talk about what you're doing about this, how people can find out more, and talk a little bit about National Nurses Week that's coming up in May. Yeah, so yes, the timing is really good. National Nurses Week coming up here in May in honor of Florence Nightingale and the most, what I consider the most honorable profession in the world, the profession of nursing. Um, part, what I've been offering is in my energy medicine practice is I offer now to other people, especially nurses, but anybody with burnout, but especially with nurses, is an energy medicine practice that's actually designed to actually help each client heal from the actual burnout, the physical, mental, emotional, the memories, and the intuitive injuries and damages that we have suffered as a result of having burnout. So that's what my private practice is about. And I also teach self-care because any any practitioner worth their worth their grain of salt will always teach self-care so that every client has complete sovereignty and able to go home and take themselves the next step forward or as far as they want to go on their own if they should wish so i have all of this in one place on my website burnbrighttoday.com and i've got some a really great blog series that's up right now it's a three to four part series that's running on the epidemic of burnout. And this month we'll specialize in nurse burnout. So head on over and check it out. Well, yeah, I mean, this is so very, very important for all of us. And, you know, we're going to make sure we get that information out again. But can you please give out your website again? Yes, it is burnbrighttoday.com. So B U R N. B-R-I-G-H-T-T-O-D-A-Y.com, burnbrighttoday.com. All right. So let's talk about the cause, root cause versus symptoms. Because I think too often we talk about symptoms, but they're all important when you put it together. You know, we're talking about how it shows up that you can see, but how it shows up that you can't see. Because I think nurses are great caretakers for everybody else. And so we cannot always see it until there's an incident. You see what I mean? And I don't mean an incident in a hospital because they're way too conscientious for that. But I mean, incident in life, their health, their family. I mean, you go on. So let's talk about, you know, what's going on. But also, you know, there is a condition going on in Western medical uh, medicine right now. Yes. And, you know, part of this people don't know. Look, I know you're gonna talk. We had a critical case of family member not too long ago. And the family member had a uh, East Coast, you know, one of the tick-borne diseases, Babesia. And the shock about this to watch how uneducated everybody was on Babesia. But here's what I saw. It's not just about the nurses, because I don't think nurses want to do or don't want to know. 
there's something broken here. I mean, how do you go from an icy ward where you're a patient and you have in 98% of your body, Babesia, parasite, right? So bad, septic, and you're getting all the treatment. And then you get moved out of that ward down to a general floor. And the nurse is not even understanding what Babesia is. How does that happen with no fault to the nurse? But these are just symptoms. And you know, part of that is the burden that they carry. So this isn't about a group of, of highly professional and competent people not knowing what to do. It's right. about a system that needs an adjustment. You're exactly right. So there are many aspects of the systems that need the system itself needs to be completely overall overhauled. And until we make fundamental changes to the way that nursing is delivered, we're going to continue to see burnout at escalating rates. But let's pick on one thing. And I think the one thing that I would say, the root cause of nurses experiencing burnout is that we are hardwired to take on responsibility that does not belong to us. And I would love to hear from any of the nurses out there listening right now, hop on social media and talk to us about this. Because I would like to know if you were like me, were you one of those children that picked up this, developed this overdeveloped sense of personal responsibility for everything and everyone around you? Did you take on the responsibility for how your mother was happy? You know, what's going on with your dad? What's going on with your siblings? Did you have a sibling with alcoholism or a drug addiction? You know, did you take on the responsibilities of everybody else around you and carry those? Because I would be willing to bet, I would be willing to bet that nine out of 10 nurses experiencing burnout are going to say this was, this came from childhood and then it was developed. And it goes on further and further once we come out of nursing school and then we come into the Western medicine model as it is today, that is reinforced tenfold, maybe more by the way that we're measured. Because now if you don't know something or if, if, a, if a patient or a client has a bad outcome, they look for blame. We live in a fault finding blame society. That's how our legal system is set up, right? That's how they assign a dollar value. They look for fault, they look for blame, and then they try to assign a dollar value to that. And how you do that is by measuring people by measurements that don't even make any sense and then placing blame, guilt, and shame on folks. So I know I'm talking about a lot here, but it all comes back to, number one, are we predisposed to the way that we're wired naturally as caregivers to take on responsibility that does not belong to us? And then second, is it reinforced by the model itself that punishes, if you, don't, haven't take, if you haven't delivered, if somebody judges you that you haven't delivered something well enough for somebody else. And I can tell you, I've lived it. Any nurse, you cannot live like this. You can only live in this environment and twist yourself like a pretzel for so long until you cannot do it anymore. So I don't know if that's kind of what you saw some of that in the ICU with your friend or you know how familiar this is from, from your experiences as well, but. Well, I'll tell you what I saw. I saw that, and then I saw the pain, the emotional pain that, that, that the team had, the nursing team had, because they, they're so committed and they're oh. so dedicated. I mean, you, you know, let's get back to that thing I said before, Jennifer, if we could, and really talk about this. 
you know, people that sign on for a calling like nursing, right? Right. Their hearts and their souls are committed fully. And what happens to anybody, whether you're a nurse or you're a coach, it doesn't matter. When your heart and soul is that committed to that thing and commitment to people and the care of people or the responsibility of the care of people, and you're not able to mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally show up in the way you want, no matter how hard you try, no matter what you do, because burnout is insidious. Yes. It is gut-wrenchingly painful for people, and that's got to be talked about. It, it is, and burnout is a continuum. So why don't we back up just a little bit and talk about what some of the earlier symptoms are, and then we'll talk about what it looks like at its worst. So in the beginning, when you've been signed up for these four 12-hour shifts that no human can do because... The four hours, especially in ICU, my background in cardiovascular intensive care, there it's called. There's what's called an acuity level. The nurses have to have very significant advanced levels of training to take care of what's called a high acuity patient, meaning they're extremely critical, and the skills and abilities are exceptionally high by critical care nurses to be able to care for that level of acuity. So what happens is you sign on for four twelves which becomes 16s because there's only so many nurses available at that acuity level and you've got so many patients. So you have to stay and take care of these and try to keep them alive and try to have them have the best outcome to the point where you've now gone from 12 hours of running in circles trying to keep your patient from dying to 16 hours straight running in circles trying to keep your patient from dying and at the end of the shift they die anyway yeah. and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. 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 And and Jennifer, let me ask you a question. And to believe, or at least to think that there's some immunity to the emotional impact of that, that's really the the travesty of the whole thing. To think that, but to not pay attention to this critical issue and think that nurses are somehow going to be self endearing, self-adjusting, that they're going to have some magic switch inside of them that can handle all of that. And and it's just going to be all good. That's like a joke. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about what Jennifer's doing to turn this around. You know, what is it about her life, her commitment to take responsibility, to create not just a change in this arena, but a movement, a movement in this arena. And what does it mean to really move into this emotionally, to look at this karmic aspect of this, to look at the part of Western medicine that just doesn't capture the essence of this? And what can we do about it? Let's take a short break. We come back. I'm going to give you lots of information about Jennifer, all of the above, the upcoming, a beautiful, beautiful dedication we do in May for our nurses, that and much more. And look, if you happen to spend some time in the hospital, a thank you goes a long way. You know, when Linda's mom, Jennifer, was in the hospital or she went for her treatments, uh, I got to tell you, I've never seen a patient more appreciative. Uh, even the small gestures and 
she would get them gifts and chocolate and candy. But I remember one year she bought all the nurses diamond gold bracelets, mm. right? Now, you say to yourself, what? Why is that important? Because it is a sense of appreciation because these, these people saved her life. When we come back, it's got to be more than a bracelet to save the nurse's life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. music to soothe and heal. Get to know Dudley and Dean Evanson, two of the most popular musicians you've probably never heard of. Through their label, Soundings of the Planet, the Evansons have produced over 80 music albums and videos and recently have published their first book, Quieting the Monkey Mind, How to Meditate with Music. Visit soundings.com to explore their music, videos, and blog. Listeners have written incredible testimonies about the relaxing and healing effects of their music. Find out more by visiting soundings.com. Dr. Pat, please write this date down. Friday, April 26th from 3 to 7 p.m., the grand opening of Holistic IV Lounge, brought to you by Dr. Darvish and the team. Join us for an afternoon of celebration, special guests, raffle baskets, and by the way, your B12 shot or maybe your acupuncture treatment, maybe some reflexology, call 425-451-0404 and RSVP. What are the Planet Pods and Planet Filter Self-Care Alchemy Essences? Our high vibrational essential oils and body butter contain living energies of specialty herbs and essential oils. All our products are created using the energies of nature. Made from flowers and herbs, each blend is then programmed using crystals, sound, color, sacred geometry, and other energies found in nature. Our products have a delicate aroma, and more importantly, they contain the vibrational signature of plants and other energy forms for optimal healing. Check out planetapothecary.shop to add these to your family's self-care and well-being. What is a brilliant culture, and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. Yeah, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. I am so glad Jennifer Marcinelli's in the house. And, you know, this is really what each of us is called to do. Jennifer, this is a calling for you to it really is. stand up for this and stand up for healthcare professionals. So before we, you know, kick it back and take a look at this, you know, we need to also look at connecting the spiritual and karmic uh, dots for burnout. But please give folks information about you, if you don't mind. 
Yeah, sure. So as you know, I'm a board certified holistic nurse and I'm a certified gemstone and diamond therapy practitioner as well. So I have a very advanced high end energy medicine practice run out of Houston and I provide local, national, international, and uh, I provide care for local, national, and international clientele. And I, I'm on the speaking circuit and all of that as well. So on my website, burnbrighttoday.com, I've got a fabulous blog running right now. So everyone's welcome to head over and check it out. There's like a four-part series on the burnout epidemic. And this month, I'm specializing in nurse burnout. So there's a lot of really good information over there. Head on over and check it out. All right. So let's take a look at this. You know, many of times in the world we live in, in the world of transformation, we talk about patterns, but we don't talk about patterns energetically that perhaps follow us from maybe previous lives, maybe previous actions. But we really do need to look at the range of things. We need to look at, you know, the outcomes of things. But we can't really look at that until we look at the whole energetic body of cells, of past experiences, of all of it, better known as karma. Well, so let's take a look at this from your perspective. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to fully understand how Western medicine how we keep going off in this direction with not hitting the pause button and getting some relief here. Oh my gosh. Well, to, so to your point, um, the Western medicine model, we as a country originally were holistic with the Chinese and the Indians. Okay. We were holistic and Rockefeller and Carnegie came along and made the decision to make Western medicine go to the pharmaceutical and and diagnostic in interventions model because it's petroleum based. Okay. So this is a money, this is a decision made on money. You can do your own research, research, the facts are there. You don't have to take my word for it. It's pretty well known why the medical schools were bought and paid for to make it go to the model that it is. So that keeps the individual patient completely, basically enslaved to the system because it keeps you going in for other people to help you with issues that you brought on yourself to either have a surgical procedure or a medication or what have you, instead of the wellness self-responsibility model. So that kind of answers the first part of your question. And then let's talk about the part that nobody wants to talk about is that karma is real. Reincarnation is real. It is not a religious belief, it's a fact. <laughs> and this information is stored in every part of our being right down to ourselves into our, our uh, atomic levels, down into our atoms, our subatomic levels. It is a, a, it is a fact of our energetic anatomy. We have an entire subtle body, the karmic body, and it stores all of our past life memories. And those of us who work in energy medicine know this because we work with the, the timeline. It's a very real thing. And true health and healing comes regardless of what modality is used, but you only get your healing once you understand and learn the lesson of why you have an illness or a disease. And that can come from this lifetime, if it happened in this lifetime, or if it's a pattern you've brought with you from previous lifetimes that you're now here to work through and dispel. So any illness, any injury, anything that we have is related to karma in some way. 
This is the part that nobody wants to own up to. And it's because the responsibility is placed on each of us. I'm responsible for me. You are responsible for you. Every single patient in the system is responsible for themselves. So this is the part nobody wants to talk about because it shifts the responsibility and it shifts the action. And then it's like, holy cow, I'm gonna have to take responsibility for something that I did that is causing an injury or an illness in this lifetime, you yeah. know? And oh my God, what if that actually challenges my current religious belief that doesn't support karma and reincarnation? What yeah. then? Well, you can go ahead in your life that way but just know, think about, just think about and talk, just talk to your spiritual guide about it, of how you're limiting what you can be in this life and how you're limiting your health and your wellness and your well-being if you're not interested in learning more about your own karmic past and what you can do about it. So there it is. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, part of this too is when we think about ourselves and we think about our lives, you know, we know energetically that we are in a place now where life events happen that are sometimes unexplainable from the logic of today's world. Correct. And we now know that. I mean, yes. we know that, you know, whether it is um, thinking about an event that we have coming forward that we have to have some insight about or thinking about a woundedness that we've had let's take a moment and really talk about compassionate care mm. and what this means and you know how it affects the idea of taking responsibility for ourselves because one of the things that we discover along the way is you know when you are knee deep in the middle of your burnout a lot of times you can't figure out that you're in the middle of your own burnout correct well yeah it's Anytime you're in the middle of a lesson, because we are all down here at this time, meaning on earth at this time, to spiritually evolve and to use a mainstream term, we're all trying to ascend. And nobody's getting out of it, okay? The consciousness is raised. This is a fact. This is what's happening. So as part of that, we must resolve our karma. We must learn to heal ourselves. And we must spiritually evolve. So anything that we have going on in our life, for example, our experience with burnout at this period in time. We have, I have, you have, every nurse has a responsibility to understand what our responsibility is in this and why we are experiencing burnout to begin with. What habits do we need to break? What attachments do we need to drop? What, what changes do we need to make so that we are better, number one, able to heal and then as a result, able to show up as that incredible, you know, seriously high talented critical care nurse shift after shift and be able to provide that care that we need to be able to, to provide that comes from us from within. You know, what happens when we don't? Let's take a look at let's, a karmic injury, so to speak. Yep. You know, the energetic um, anatomy of that. You know, what happens when that affects us, then when that hits us, what does it look like, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. how does it show up? How can we get some signs that, you know, something like this happened? I know one of the things for me when, when I was burned out, and I remember this, I just moved to Seattle. Um, 
I couldn't, I couldn't move. I was immobile. And the good news for me is I had a 80 pound collie that I would have to walk up on Capitol Hill in Seattle. And it got me out to go get coffee. Right. But that's really hard to even do. You know, let's talk about what shows up and what the injury could look like, what form it might take for people. Yeah. So Eddie, uh, creating karma is ridiculously easy to do. It's much easier to do than you would ever think. So from a nurse's perspective, and this applies to everybody actually, but let's look at it from a professional nurse. A professional nurse is held liable by their profession and by legal standards and by standards of procedures and the way that they're measured for patients to have good outcomes. When the nurse is not responsible, the nurse's role is to provide highly skilled nursing care that will allow for the patient or client to have the best outcome that's possible for them. It is not, it is, it's, it's not appropriate to hold a nurse responsible for the patient to actually have a good outcome. So here's what happens. Because we care so much and because we are hardwired to care for people and because we haven't been taught the right way that our better way to do it, we, what we wish or we try to project or impose positive outcomes for a patient or a client. This is the first step to creating karma that we pick up. Because going back to the basic facts, each patient is responsible for their own karma, for their own health and wellness, and for learning their own lessons so that they can heal and move on. That's not the nurse's responsibility. But anytime a nurse projects on a patient that they want them to do well, that they want them to get up and walk again, that they want them to survive this horrific injury, we're actually creating karma because we have no way of knowing, nor is it our business, nor should we know what that patient's karmic path is. It may not be for the spiritual advancement and the greater good of all concern for that patient to have a stellar outcome at this time. We don't know if that patient is paying off a debt, they may need to lose a limb. It may be a part of a karmic payment that is balancing their ledger. So anytime as a nurse, that we impose or want an outcome for somebody else, we're actually picking up their karma. And we, it starts, it's one of those drips out of that slow IV drip, right? Every time we do that, we're getting a drip of karma. The next phase of it is, especially if we are using inappropriate forms of prayer. We know that prayer is real, we know that it works, but it is very important to have non-directed prayer because anytime that we are praying for an outcome to happen for somebody else, we're picking up karma. We have no way of knowing what is actually appropriate for that patient or a family member or anybody else, as a matter of fact. So over time, these slow IV drips, every little drip of that karmic, karmic injury that we're doing to ourselves builds up and it damages our energetic anatomy in the subtle bodies or in the more complex parts of the, the energetic anatomy itself. For example, I sustained significant damage to my main chakra channel and my chakra front doors and my chakra back doors. 
That's just some of the injuries that I sustained. And that was from years upon years upon years of creating karma amongst other things, but creating karma by wanting something for somebody else and then picking up that karma and carrying it. And it starts off with this, the, the milder symptoms of burnout until it's gone on long enough until where we're actually in a health crisis. So um, I don't know how familiar you are if you've ever had any energy work done with the karmic body or the karmic subtle body, or if you've worked at all with past lives to help resolve some of this or how familiar this is to you. But um, you know, what are your, what are your thoughts on well, karmic well, energy? Well, I think that what happens is it mounts up. It's cumulative. I think that if there's no way to basically stop for a moment and hit the pause button to recognize it, it's like anything, right? It's like anything that has a cumulative effect. It mounts and mounts and mounts and mounts until something can happen or you get a new level of awareness about it and then you can take an action. Correct. And I think that's really where we are. This is like a chicken and an egg conversation because burnout is so insidious that, you know, when I was in the middle of burnout, I thank goodness I had people around me to help point out to me that something, you know, that I literally was, was, was showing, you know, some symptoms of not being the same old me, right? Right. right. And, and I could really nail it. I could get it. Uh, but, you know, this for me was after uh, my, I lost my job in 1991. My, my mom dies the next year. My sister dies. And so it was accumulative and there was no relief. So within a three-year period, my entire world changed. And I couldn't even see it, right? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Couldn't see it. Yeah, well, it starts off with you, you come off of your shift and it's all you can do to get home. And you're sitting on the couch, either staring at the wall or you're just scrolling social media, you know, or you're zombie watching some ridiculous reality TV show, trying to have an, ex uh, an adventure or an experience that doesn't even belong to you. And it's fictional or fictional characters playing out a silly role. So the burnout can start really slow like that. You know, you come off of your shift, you've got nothing left. You can barely make food. How in the world do you even take care of your family? But you're sitting on the couch kind of numb. Or it goes all the way up to where I was, and you have a precipitating event, to where your, your energetic anatomy has been so completely damaged that your, your soul, your highest spiritual self, is unable to even stay connected in the physical body, and you're suicidal, which is what happened to me. As you know, everybody knows, I nearly took my life over this burnout thing. So it is insidious, and you're right. Sometimes it takes somebody else to point it out, which is one of the reasons I am so, this is one of the reasons I'm so emphatic about getting gemstone and diamond therapy in the hands of nurses. Because number one, nurses are healers. They are extensions of the technology they're using, regardless of what that technology is, okay? But I'm only aware with all of my experience and all of my background and all of my research, gemstone and diamond therapy is the only modality that I am aware of today on earth that can actually heal the energetic damages that, have, that we've incurred from burnout. 
And this is why it's so important to me to get this modality in the hands of nurses. Because number one, we're healers, we're natural healers anyway. We can learn to heal ourselves and we can learn to heal each other. Because I guarantee you, nobody knows how to heal a nurse better than another nurse. Well, because you understand. And you don't just understand at an intellectual level, because that's not what we're talking about. You know, it's very, you know, we can academically and intellectually, we can figure a lot of things out. But, you know, let's just be really clear. It's very, very difficult for anyone to truly empathize. You know, what does Stephen Covey uh, say about it? It, it? What he says about it is to really listen and understand what's going on with somebody. Empathy is a key to what he talks about. But you cannot do that fully. It, it, you know, one of my mentors said, Pat, you can't take a person to a place you haven't gone before yourself. Just can't take them there. So, you know, you may be able to read about what it looks like, feels like, or is like, but certainly it's very difficult unless you are one to really right. know what that's like. Well, you're exactly right because nurses are gifted in, we all have gifts. Nurses have some gifts that are really magnified and once we know what these gifts are, and then we, they can be further developed as well. And we're using two different terms. So you've brought up the mental thought of talking through and understanding something, which is the mental body, which is what the Western medicine model is based on. It's based on thought only, which is extremely limiting. And the mind can only understand what goes on in the third dimension. This is the difference between physicians and nurses as well. One of the differences is, Nurses are highly, we're empaths and we have other skills. We have finely tuned abilities that give us far more information about what's going on with a patient or what's going on with each other, other than what somebody says and other than what the mind can figure out. We have the ability as empaths, we actually feel what the other people are feeling. And we actually, with the, the super physical body, is actually able to understand and know ahead of time what's going on with a patient. Ask any, go into any critical care unit and watch what happens before a patient goes into a code blue and crashes. The nurse comes on her shift and she knows this patient's not doing well. It, does, it isn't reflected necessarily in some of the the data that's being presented, that nurse knows. And here's what it looks like. The beginning of the shift, the nurse is like, hmm, this patient is not doing well. I need to really, really be paying attention, but nothing's really shown up yet. And then she goes and gets the crash cart and the crash cart's on the other side of the desk, closer to her pod. And the shift's going on and she's like, something is not right. And then she gets the crash cart and the crash cart's moved outside of the door because she instinctively knows something is going on with this patient that cannot be explained that has not been reflected in the data yet. And then by the end of the shift, she's got the crash cart in the room with her because then what happens, the inevitable, every one of those signs that she was picking up as an empath, that she was picking up at the super physical layer, every information she was picking up from her intuition happens and the patient actually goes into a code blue. 
I mean, every, I bet nine out of 10 critical care nurses have their own story about this, probably 10 stories about all of this. And this is what makes them amazing healers and amazing caregivers is that we have all of those other gifts and skills to be employed. And the other side is it makes us highly, highly sensitive. And we pick this up from everybody all around us. And then, of course, we're trying to do something about it. And we want to save the world because that's what we think we're here to do. So that's that's a day in the life of a critical care nurse for you. Well, you know, look, part of this, too, is that as we look at our lives and we look at ourselves, we do have to take responsibility. But I'll tell you, um, I've never been able to do things by myself. And thank you for reaching out there and doing what you do. Let's take a minute, if we could for folks to know how they can get some help from you, very specifically from you. Yeah, sure. So if you are interested in my energy medicine practice itself, if you're actually interested in becoming a client, go to my website, burnbrighttoday.com under services, take a look at the packages and see if one of those resonates with you. If something resonates or if you have questions, click on and, and schedule a free consultation, okay? And then we'll, I'll help you, help guide you and we'll create a custom package if that resonates with you. Or if you look at the stage where you really would just like more information, go to my website and check out my blog. There's a lot of good information there on burnout, on some of the other aspects of health and wellness and the holistic approach. So go to burnbrighttoday.com, get on my website, peruse some of the information and reach out, reach out and set up a free 15 minute consultation. If we need to talk by phone, we can walk through your case and help give some, help you choose which package might work best for you or chances are we're gonna create something custom for you because everybody's burnout is different. Everybody's experiences are very, very different everybody's karmic past is incredibly different and we can work through and get something that works for you and works for your budget. So come on over and I'd love to help you out and I'm here for you when you're ready. Awesome. Jennifer website. One more time. Burnbrighttoday.com. Thank you for listening to burn bright today with Jennifer Marcinelli on transformationtalkradio.com. Be sure to tune in each month for your monthly dose of inspiration and illumination. As a board-certified holistic nurse and energy medicine practitioner with years of wisdom and experience, Jennifer has dedicated her life to solving the problem of burnout and helping others to take a stand for their health. Your first step to taking your life back is Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. For more information about Jennifer Marcinelli and her work, including her new upcoming book, Visit her website at burnbrighttoday.com.